0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Lemonade Magazine Podcast. I'm here with a new guest. We've had this pandemic, which we don't like to talk about really, but but since then, we've had a lot of friends reoccur on the show, but we've got a new guest, uh, I Love Keys, who is on the show today. How's it going?
1: I am good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. We're glad to have you, and uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's uh, We're up here in, in uh, north of Seattle, I believe, from your sweatshirt. You are down in Los Angeles
1: yes and the weather it's kind of cold here too so
0: yeah man up here we have like 80 degree weather through November which or excuse me October which is weird for us and then suddenly it just went to oh we're gonna slam you with winter so um right yeah but I was down in California Anaheim actually in September and people on the who listen to the podcast are gonna be tired of me saying this because I talk about Anaheim now every podcast (laughs) because I love Anaheim (laughs) but it was Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place down there. So I can't wait. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, now, see, it looks like you're going to USC. Um, tell us a little bit about that, uh, and tell us a little about yourself as well, since you're a new guest here.
1: Okay, where do I start? Okay. Um, well, I just graduated from a small community college here in LA called LA City College. Uh, with a degree in music and I was just getting you know just a foundation in music to kind of help my career and then I just applied to USC on a whim and I got accepted and I was like oh this is cool so I was like okay I'm gonna continue to use education to leverage my career and about my career I've been an independent artist for about 10 years now so I've been chasing the independent grind I started on YouTube doing cover videos um and then that turned into me becoming a songwriter and putting out my own music and now not just an artist but actually a musician as well
0: that's it's, it's so cool too to think about what is coming out of of, of it's just a weird thing always that happens like when you when you're when you're interviewing a lot of different people for the podcast. A lot of our our favorite people on the podcast, uh, who are musicians, went to USC. So it's always funny whenever I see the the I'm like, oh, that's crazy! It's like USC must have like something that has to do with music, right now. It's, it's like
1: it's like magic dust or something. I don't exactly. know. It's it's crazy. <laughs>
0: but if I'm not right though, you actually started out in in Cincinnati, correct? And and that's gotta be an interesting place we don't hear about it on the West Coast here when it comes to, like music cities. So what was true. it like being in Cincinnati and having you know? What was that upbringing like
1: it was very different um it it's Cincinnati's is not necessarily a small town but it's a smaller town compared to la and it was just a normal you know it's ohio it's a school um but music was not really encouraged there so i did music and people were like oh um what are you going to do when you graduate high school? Like, what's your career going to be a real job? I always got the real job. And, you know, you come from a town like that and my family didn't chase their dreams, you know, either. So moving to LA was on a whim as well. (laughs) And I was just like, I just want to be immersed in music and kind of take things to the next level. So it was definitely completely different, but I think it made me, I don't, I don't know like a stronger person a more grounded person to be able to grow up somewhere like that so when i came to la i kind of was strong in who i was you know trying to navigate the industry here so yeah
0: it's really cool because what because i think about it too even though i grew up on the west coast which is very different from the midwest um you know i grew up near a small town as well and you do have this sort of different appreciation for one Growing up in a small town, but two also when you do get into the big city and you're right, it is like it, it kind of keeps you grounded a bit. And it's, it's a um, yeah, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And um, now when you think about the, you know, growing up in a place where music isn't as big of a thing. Um, what is the, do you think that's tougher for an artist or do you think that it's easier because you don't have all this competition? Because imagine, right, you're in LA as a kid and you're all this competition. Does it feel a little bit like, hey, at least I got to be meek, right? Mm.
1: I see it both ways. Yeah. Um, because when you grow up in a place like Ohio, you get comfortable. Really quick. So, when you are exposed to what the real industry looks like, or you're exposed to what just life outside of Ohio looks like, it's kind of this like culture shock of like, oh, well, I thought, I, like, that's how I felt when I moved here. I was like, oh, I'm great. And, you know, I was great. But I got here and I was like, oh, y'all get down like that. Like, <laughs> it's completely different. But also, you can grow up in a place like this and it can either be like I, I grew up in this and I see it so I'm prepared for it or it can just be like you grow up in it and you're like I can never be good enough to be in that so it's like it, I see both sides of it but I think I'm glad that I had that experience because I feel like experiences for me I mean that's what shaped me like my different varying experiences so I, I'm kind of glad that I had that perspective.
0: It is insane too and you get to Southern California everything is gigantic. It's like the roads, the the highways, the, everything, the
1: neighborhoods,
0: yeah, the stores. No, um now what were some of your who were some of your inspirations? You say you did a lot of covers. So who were your inspirations that led to you now, you know, influenced you as a songwriter?
1: I was a serious Beyonce stand. <laughs> she was the first, She come on, right? <laughs> she was the first person I saw live in concert and um, I got to see her like very front row. I was like arm's reach of oh, her. And our picture was on her Tumblr back when Tumblr was like the big Instagram, right. you know what I mean? So um, she's definitely a big inspiration. Um, Alicia Keys, um, Adele, pretty much just, most of like the R&B that I grew up off of basically like 90s R&B early 2000s but those three are like my main inspirations
0: I mean those are about as good as you can get right now. so like, <laughs> uh, and, and not to mention you're literally there, almost reaching out to greatness uh right there in the front row that's incredible yeah, Sandy. yeah. um now <laughs> you mentioned R&B you know R&B uh is a uh, obviously a genre that we that seems to last throughout the years but it goes through its episodes of being very very popular and not so popular you seem to be right maybe it's coming the resurgence here Uh, we love your voice by the way you have an incredible voice love what we've heard of uh your your newest album i could be dreaming your sophomore album i believe and um tell us a little bit about this concept album Uh, because i would kind of call it that a little bit right it's about a a a breakup uh going Mm -hmm. through tell us a little about from your own words uh, about i could be dreaming
1: Yeah. So I Could Be Dreaming started as an EP that was called When I Close My Eyes. So it was like this love EP about being in love. And like, when you close your eyes, you dream, you daydream or you're actually sleeping, you're dreaming. And it was like, this just old to being in love. And then I recorded it. Everything was just going great. And it was time to get mixed. And Long story short, had a bad situation with the engineer. It did not get done. And I said, like, God, why does this keep happening? Like, if it's not the time for this, then I'll accept it. And I got a lot of signs. And the main sign was that my ex had cheated on me. So I was like, I feel like this kind of saved me from putting this out and kind of looking silly about it. So I took that EP and turned it into an album, which was I Could Be Dreaming because it was the good and the bad you know i still as as bad as it went it was still good at some point and i wanted to show like the good and the bad of that because whether it was good i could be dreaming because like this is too good how could i be experiencing this but it was also so bad that it was like this has to be a dream because this is horrible this is unimaginable so that's kind of where that whole idea stemmed from
0: well you know without and maybe not the best words but screw that guy. <laughs> Uh, or, 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 person or, or woman, <laughs> either way, um, and, yes. uh, for, uh, for, for, what they, uh, did, but not with a, uh, a very good, uh, yeah, you know, that's what matters, right? And that's kind of the tough part as a songwriter myself, uh, oftentimes that is the best material, is it not? You know, you, sometimes when you're in love, it's not even as good for the material. That's so hard. Yeah.
1: I actually struggled to complete the first part of it like the love part I was like I'm so happy I don't know what to say (laughs) and then when the bad came I was like oh I got everything to say like it's that's the I don't know what why is that pain really brings out the best in us but when we're happy it's like oh I'm just happy I'm great like I'm, I'm happy that's all I can say it's like how do you put that in some words but there's a lot of words but I don't know we never get them, apparently, as good there's as only, the pain.
0: There's only so many songs out there, right? They're like, I'm happy, I'm in love <laughs> with you. But you can put into a lot of different words how pissed off you are at somebody. That's- <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. <laughs> so many we were metaphors. Um, exactly. But, uh, we're actually going to play uh, one of the songs before we uh, have a couple more questions. But uh, before that, we're going to play one of the songs off of the album. Uh, so why don't you actually uh introduce i believe we're playing life worth living first um so yeah tell us a little about life worth living and uh take it from there
1: cool so life worth living was one of the love songs the happy songs and okay. <laughs> i had to uh i needed one more song for like that side of the album So I wrote this song actually when I was at the height of my heartbreak. And I was like, how do I write about this in this time? So I actually wrote it. The inspiration was a puppy because when you see a puppy, you're like, oh, you're so cute. I love you. So that's where like the first opening lines of like, when I see your face, I just lose it. You know, that kind of comes from there. And this is a song that I wrote and fully produced myself. So
0: this is life worth living. That's, that's incredible. So, yeah, so I well, love the story behind that. And uh, with that said, here it is, everybody, Life Worth Living.
2: When I see your face Oh, my, 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 my See, I just lose it, baby Because you're so much more than my dream. Oh Love it, when you're there, when I come home I never have to be alone, alone Not anymore
0: We are back, and uh, I always love those. As everybody knows in the podcast, these are posts. You know, they're, they're added in posts, so I always love those. Those quick, brief moments of silence we have while we're while we're faking that we're playing songs. <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, also love. By the way, that the inspiration was a puppy. You cannot get much better than that. I mean, no. better way to you know to, to do that. Yeah. Uh, so now uh, I got to ask. Right now, we've had this incredible year of music. We're ha- here now in, in November. um There's got to be some artists, some albums, or EPs, or singles out there that have been your favorites through the year. Uh, what? As off the top of your head first, what have you enjoyed in 2022?
1: Oh, man. My concept of time is so horrible because I spent most of this year working on my album. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't Adele's album this year? That was this year, right? right. Yeah.
0: Well, now you're going to make me question my because my, literally I was literally <laughs> thinking to myself like the other day I was, thinking, uh, I was watching this like video of Paramore and she had Olivia Rodrigo come on stage because of that whole debacle about the song and I'm like, was that was Livy Rodrigo's album out last year or this year, <laughs> regardless though I uh, doubt we we don't you know hey, we're not gonna hold you to it on years, so yes, but okay, Del-
1: fair enough, so yeah. that was one, and um I loved beyonce's Renaissance album, caught me by surprise, but I really enjoyed it was just such a great, well put together album, the musicianship um who else someone else recorded or released something this year, and it's slipping my mind, but those two were like. The main two, of course, I would say my two favorite people. Like, (laughs) of course, of course, but there are others.
0: (laughs) I appreciate it though, because oftentimes you'll have artists on the show, and you'll ask them what their favorite musician. I love when we get indie answers. I love when we get answers of obscure artists I've never heard of, even though I try to be on top. But you're sitting there going, "Oh man, I'm gonna have to look this up on Instagram when I tag it." And I know how to tag Adele and uh, Beyonce, so we're exactly, Um, but. uh, uh and uh now so what are you when you're looking forward to 2023 by the way it's maddening that we that we are actually on to 2023 like what happened um but uh what are you looking forward to with both your music and maybe even potentially some shows I think you sold out like your first show so I read that or whatever in LA so uh yeah tell us a bit about that
1: yeah um that show was (laughs) It was so amazing that was my first time playing with Breaking Sound, which is like a super popular um platform around the country. They do um shows with like popular upcoming artists um so yeah, that was amazing, so I'm looking forward to do more shows of that caliber, you know the full live band experience um and what else musically i i am i'm gonna say twenty twenty three is gonna be a treat because. Nice um i'm still going to focus on promoting my album but as i said i am now a musician because i spent all these years learning more things than just singing and just recording and there will be a lot more of that side of me of showcasing the all the instruments that i play such as like the harp and drums and stuff like that so i'm very excited to not only showcase that but put that in my new music so it's going to be like a completely new thing because I'm most known for being behind the keyboard but now you'll kind of see a more wide variety of things a lot of arrangements so the live shows are going to be just I'm just excited so a lot a lot more emphasis on just good musicianship I really value that nowadays so
0: I'm really glad you brought up the harp because I noticed on your Twitter you're playing the harp and um, as, as somebody who's very intrigued I play I play guitar, I play mandolin, I play, uh, so very much similar things, right? The the all-string instruments. And I play a little bit of the keys, but not great. And so it always is so intriguing to me when I see somebody who's not only playing the keys, but you mentioned, and I didn't realize this one, you mentioned the drums as well as the harp, which is so foreign for me to even think about. Uh, Right. (laughs) So, I mean, like, how is that uh, instrument to instrument? What does that feel like, you know, playing? uh, What is the difference like? So
1: I have a guitar. And I hate it, honestly. I'm not good at guitar <laughs> but, a little
0: bit, but i i I totally understand
1: <laughs> it's because my hands are used to doing this, so this whole thing is just weird yeah. to me. but the harp is very interesting because it's actually similar to that, so I don't know how I love that but I hate guitar, but whatever, but it's <laughs> I just fell in love with the tone of the instrument. The sound is just unmatched, like and it just it's so peaceful. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, it's a very different experience because you have all these different things going on. You have like these pedals that your feet have to be moving around like a little dance and then you have to be moving up and down um, on the harp. So it's a very um, interesting, you know, instrument, but I'm very excited to, to get more into it. So it's, I don't know. I kind of like it almost mm-hmm. as much as piano and i love piano so it's it's incredible mm-hmm.
0: it's it's there's something too i think for string instruments especially if you find one that you like that there's something very yes. cathartic about them as well when you're you're yes. stressed out yes. anxiety start playing them and oh, everything feels better
1: yes that's exactly how i feel with that mm-hmm.
0: uh, and the drums that's the one that for me has always been a struggle if i'm drumming on my steering wheel it's yeah. great. otherwise not so
1: good yeah i'm I only say that because I just started playing. Do, will we keep it up for a long time? We don't know yet. <laughs> but, you know, just like the the basics and stuff like that. But I actually enjoy it. Would I ever want to really be a drummer? No. But I want, like, I'm into doing, like, I want to do, like, in 2023, I guess one of the things is more like Tiny Desk style performances and like oh, I want to do one where I play all the instrumentation and you see me bounce around and lay different parts down like I lay down some drums and then I lay down the keys and then yeah. I might do something on the harp or you know just kind of create the whole thing and arrangement myself so That's something really cool. that I'm getting into but it is hard because I, I thought I had good rhythm but <laughs> until you are the rhythm holding everything together Right. different story <laughs>
0: For those of you, too, who I, I think it's what you're referring to, for those who might not know, NPR does a, a yearly contest, well, the Tiny Desk Contest, and um, it's really cool because you see a lot of artists like yourself, all different types of genres, and um, some amazing videos and songs. So everybody also check out NPR's Tiny Desk Contest. It's really cool each year. Um, we're going to play one more song before we uh, say goodbye. Uh, so we're going to play Three Strikes. Tell us a little about Three Strikes. That
1: song is a very vulnerable song. That was the hardest song for me to write because it is the first song that transitions you into the heartbreak side of the album. So I produced this with um, one of my favorite pianists. His name is um, Antoine and he is from Cincinnati. So we got on FaceTime and I was just like, okay, I kind of want this kind of sound. You know, I kind of told him what I wanted. And he's making this arrangement and then I'm like sitting there and it's so good. And I'm like, I gotta write this later. I can't write it right now. It's just too good. So I had to really be vulnerable. And this song is the one where I tell you every detail of the day when I found out my ex cheated on me. So it's definitely the most vulnerable song I had to write and I'm raw with it. And I'm just honest about what I feel. And in the chorus, I talk about how, you know, it's it's over and you're caught this was your third strike and now you have to go so this is three strikes
0: one of my favorites on the album as well so stoked we're playing it everybody yeah three strikes
2: it was a sunny day like the day we fell in You should've seen my face Boy you were all I'm thinking of But on this day it was different Trusting my intuition It's almost like you know When something's going wrong Cause I heard a voice speak to me There's something I need to see Beating fast I see this eye That you use secretly See something wasn't right And all to my surprise I see her name Another woman took my place I can't breathe When my world comes crashing was the things you said when i caught you in a lie you could have cleared your head but all you wanted was to fight cause you needed to place the blame and it didn't matter what i had done for you because you would win either way what can i say Like I am the one.
0: All right, back before we say goodbye, I do have one more question for you. Um, we are headed into holiday season and there's always a debate. Is it, you know, do we listen to Christmas music? Do we not? What is the verdict for Love Keith?
1: Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. And maybe I'm the Grinch. I don't know. No, no, no. I totally I just, understand. I don't. But like my fans, they always encourage me to do like Christmas little sets so I do listen to it for that sake and I will be playing some but I really don't know too many Christmas songs so I'm doing my research right now but it's just you know I'm not a Grinch but I just
0: it's totally understandable (laughs) there's only so many good Christmas songs and that
1: is what it is that is exactly what it is because it's all just the same kind of sound but I do love like the um the jazz Christmas Song playlist that that's my favorite. I love that. You know,
0: always really cool. yes, a hundred percent. You're hundred <laughs> percent right. Great, great stuff. And uh but yeah, I'm always like, I will get to the early part of December. Like, oh, I'll put on a playlist. I got one playlist, <laughs> a mixture of like Motown and rock, and that's basically what I listen to for 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 uh, these like beat <laughs> rock Christmas songs. As well, and then I'm like, I get to I played a few times before Christmas and then i'm like after christmas like not anymore 26 it is Thanks. right back to normal never Can't wait
1: again yes again. <laughs> <laughs> that's me i understand i understand
0: and uh yeah well and, and but we'll obviously we'll look forward though to seeing more of you on uh, everybody you can follow love keys on instagram twitter we're gonna have the links in the uh in the description of this podcast so, make sure you check those out. Uh, absolutely wonderful, wonderful stuff. I've been it's just absolute pleasure to talk to you as well. I know we're going to have you on the show again, hopefully, soon. Yes, I'm down please. in California, maybe catch a show. I can't uh, be. Uh, uh,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, and yeah, and well, like I said, I uh, look forward to having you on again in the future. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I appreciate it.